Merry Christmas, bitch Santa's in town. And I got my elf with me too. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Also, this beard smells like shit. So usually we wouldn't be putting out a video right now, but it's fucking Christmas. It's the season of giving and all that other shit. This beard isn't gonna last. I also don't know if I could drink through it. Let's see if I can get some, some of mama's milk right through the beard. <laughs> Listen, everyone, we all know and love Santa Claus. You know, the jolly old fat guy with all the real estate up in the North Pole. The guy who runs a sweatshop filled with little people with pointed ears and dresses them up like garden gnomes. You know, the guy who works one day a year dropping off gifts with his flying reindeer with stripper names. You know Dasher and Prancer and Mercedes and Cinnamon. Comet and Cupid and Coco and Lexi. <laughs> I, yo, one time? Never mind. <laughs> So we all know the guy, right? Santa Claus, you know, he comes down, he gives you a brand new TV, you give him three fucking chips ahoy and a glass of milk and some carrots if you care about the animals. That's a pretty sweet deal. But what we want to know is, how did we even get here? Who the fuck is this guy? I didn't even know if he was a real person or if it was just a marketing ploy created by Coca-Cola to sell you more of their fucking cocaine laced bottles of poison piss. But today, we're gonna find out. Luckily, Greg's a great researcher and I've had a bunch of this old French eggnog and I'm feeling chatty. <laughs> Greg sat up all night ignoring the screams of his brand new baby just to find out that the origin of Santa Claus is actually really creepy and weird and fucking sexual. This will either ruin your Christmas or fucking give you something interesting to talk about with your racist, probably fat uncle who just wants to know when you're finally gonna be able to afford a home. Things don't cost a nickel anymore, Uncle Dildo. Just eat some cheese and shut up. Now I know you're gonna think I'm making this up, but the origin of Santa Claus actually begins with hookers. Yeah, you heard me. Hookers, <laughs> whores, <laughs> ladies of the night, whatever you want to call them, they have sex for money. Or at least that's what Greg says. <laughs> so the first accounts of the man we know as Santa Claus date back to 20 AD in Patara. Now, you, especially Joe, probably doesn't know what Patara is because it doesn't exist anymore, but it's basically modern day Turkey. I don't even know where Turkey is. <laughs> Patara. Okay. It's in the Middle East, but... This is where we meet the real St. Nicholas. This is the OG Santa Claus. Mm -hmm. He's actually a Turkish guy. He's Turkish? What a Turkish delight. <laughs> I actually don't know a lot of Turkish people. Well, I admit, I, there was one kid in my middle school. He was a year older than me, and he was Turkish. He was the only kid I've ever known who was Turkish, and he got expelled because he stabbed a kid with a pencil. St. Nicholas was basically a monk that was living in the area. What even is a monk? Because I don't know what monks are. I know that they're holy bald men who wear the color brown a lot. That's pretty much all I know. And when I think of a monk, I think they're able to, like, levitate. Oh, no, that's shamans. I think shamans are the ones who can levitate. I don't know if anyone can levitate. You know what I mean. Uh, so anyway, St. Nick, he started to gain popularity for basically being a really good guy. So it's noted that he was actually a trust fund baby. <laughs> Apparently, his parents died, left him a ton of cash, so he started just roaming the countryside, helping the sick, poor, Line in people's pockets, you know. This guy's an idiot. The first thing you do when you get an inheritance is you go to the countryside and you help a bunch of sick people. Dude, I want to help the sick too, but dude, go to Miami and get a boat, you geek. Okay, so pretty much he gave his money away to people so that they would like him. That's what he chose to do. He sounds like Mr. Beast. <laughs> you think he was doing the same shit? He's like, yo, keep your hand on this horse. The last person to take their hand off this horse fucking keeps the horse and gets a hundred thousand shillings. By the way, where are the whores before? We were, talking, we were talking about whores, there's no whores yet. Wait, seriously, does he buy hookers with that with the inheritance money? Kind of, but- Santa was banging hooks? <laughs> no, no, no. 
So he, Santa was not banging hooks, but there was a guy who had three daughters. This was back in the AD times. So back then, fathers had to pay a dowry for their daughters to get married. So a dowry is literally a payment, usually either property or money, that was paid by the bride's family to the groom or to his family at the time of marriage. So basically, women had to pay their husbands to marry them. Fucking... Andrew Tate's going to love that. So this dad didn't have any money to give, so he knew that he couldn't marry off his daughters. So instead, he decided what basically any reasonable father would, and he said, you guys are going to become prostitutes <laughs> because if you can't get married, you might as well start earning some money. Jesus, this guy's pimping his own daughters? He's pimping his own daughters, and St. Nick heard about this, and he said to himself, I'm going to save these hoes. <laughs> I'm going to save these hoes. Captain Sa- Bro! <laughs> That's why Santa says ho, ho, ho. Three hoes. You said he had three daughters. Three daughters. Three hookers. Ho, ho, ho. Hookers. Honestly? Yo, that might be it. Are you a genius? What, yo, what are the chances? This guy's got three hoes. Daughters. Who could be hoes. I'm not saying they're hoes. They were almost. They were potential hoes that were almost hoes. But I'm assuming he saves them. So you're right. St. Nick. He goes to save these hoes. So late at night, everyone's sleeping. He goes to this hoe-filled house. He has little bags. <laughs> he goes to this hoe-filled house. He has little bags filled with gold. And he would throw them through the window so that the dad would find them in the morning. And he did this three separate times, one for each daughter. And in one version, he actually threw them down the chimney. Sounds familiar. And it fell into a stocking. Sounds familiar. Stop! That was drying. Bro. This is fucking insane. Christmas is about hookers and father pimps and money. What is this? So St. Nick wanted his gift giving to be secret, but apparently the dad saw him and that's when word began to spread of St. Nick's generosity. Yeah, okay. He's just like those YouTubers that give like homeless people a, a Diet Coke and $8 and like, stop hunger. By the way, subscribe so I could buy more Lamborghini jeans. So after he saved these hoes, he was actually thrown into prison where he was likely brutally tortured day in, day out, <laughs> just because he was Christian. The Roman Empire did not fuck with Christianity at the time. <laughs> day in, day out. <laughs> what a rough go. You're paying for hookers, you're not fucking them, and then you're getting tortured in a Turkish prison. I mean, what can you possibly do? Nice guys truly finish last. Nice guys finish in a Turkish prison. It actually gets even worse because after he died. Oh, yeah, that's some fucking. <laughs> do you remember? You remember that's what I told fucking, you? Some fucking Italian piece of shit stole his bones and brought them to Italy, right? Like some guy named Rocco was like, dug him up out of the ground. He's like, and that's that. And then he took him to Italy. And now Italy just has his fucking bones. There's stolen Santa Claus bones. In Italy. In 1953, fast forward, they decide to open up Santa's tomb to do a little Italian science. Yeah, kids, here's a picture of two Italian guys holding Santa's rotting skull. I know this is hard to look at, but that's life in the big city, kids, okay? That's Santa. That's Santa's fucking head. His dead head being handled by two Italian <laughs> men, okay? Your parents are lying to you, and your mom's lying to your dad. <laughs> Also, with this, the first thing they noticed was that Santa's nose was severely broken. So, yeah, probably got his ass whooped in prison. Bro oh, my God, bro. <laughs> broken nose, bloody nose, red nose, Rudolph. Ho, 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 hookers. Broken nose, bloody red nose, Rudolph, bro. 
I'll give I'm you ho- con- I'll give you ho ho ho. Bro, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I feel like I'm onto this right now. They also did a scientific rendering of what the real Saint Nick would have looked like, and here it is. This is Santa Claus. <laughs> this looks like a little person. Elves. <laughs> I honestly love this shit because when you compare it to what we're fed now, like it's not even close. Like our, our Santa Claus looks like an Irish guy named Patty O'Doul. So that's the story of the actual guy, St. Nick. It's a great story filled with prostitutes, trust funds, prison torture, and grave robbing. <laughs> but it doesn't answer the question, how the fuck did this Turkish guy transform into a jolly fat white dude? So our next stop is the Netherlands. Dutch people were basically the first people to transform the idea of St. Nicholas into a more modern day character. So St. Nicholas became the most popular saint across Europe and the Dutch referred to him as Sinterklaas, which is like just St. Nicholas in Dutch, nothing special. So pay attention here though, because this is where you'll start to see the Santa Claus that we know and love start to emerge. So Sinterklaas is depicted as more of a bishop. He's got ceremonial garb, he's religious looking, White beard, white horse, tall, thin, carries around a book that lists all the children who are either naughty or nice. And the Dutch actually celebrate Sinterklaas on December 6th of every year. However, there is one big kicker with Sinterklaas. It's a little bit of a red flag in the story. Oh my God, please tell me the hookers are back. Apparently, Sinterklaas doesn't have help from elves. Instead, he tags along with his servant named Black Peter. (laughs) Didn't even get creative with it. They're like, Black Peter. (laughs) So fucked. The worst part is, some Dutch people still dress up as Black Peter during the holidays. Which means they're walking around in blackface. Like recently? Like Like they're having a blackface parade in the the fucking Netherlands. Where are we? Netherlands? (laughs) Norway? Whatever it is. And they conducted a survey in 2013 and 90%. 2% of the Dutch public did not perceive Black Peter as racist or associate him with slavery, and 91% were opposed to altering the character's appearance. Oh my God, look at these fucking pictures. This is, this is, what are we doing? In their defense, as the years go on, it seems like people are coming around to the fact that like, maybe this is kind of racist. Yeah, yeah. And even their prime minister changed his stance and said that he could understand why people might be offended. <laughs> Obviously, it's fucking simple. So just to keep you up to speed, ladies and gentlemen, we went from saving hookers to prison to grave robbing Italians to blackface, and the video's not over. There's, there is more. Let's head over to America where, of course, Santa becomes overweight. I wish I could tell you something cool, like he was in prison, he did hard time, or he had a run-in with some hookers, but (laughs) really the entire thing was made up by a man named Clement Clark Moore, which is the whitest, most lacrosse-playing name of all time. So Clement wrote a poem in 1823 called A Visit from St. Nicholas, which later became known as, you guessed it, I didn't guess it. Twas the night before Christmas. And this, all through the house, not a something was going, not even a mouse. mouse. This is the poem that introduced things like flying reindeer, a big sack of toys coming down the chimney, and Santa being chubby with rosy cheeks. Also, when you think about it, Santa Claus 
is basically just like how a guy from Brooklyn would say Sinterklaas. He's no. like, hey, fucking what, Santa Claus? <laughs> exactly. Santa, Santa Claus, Santa Claus. It's Santa, I don't know. It's still fucking Santa Claus. So as soon as this version of Santa became popular in America, capitalism decided to run with it. They were like, oh shit, this could sell products, right? So this fat, jolly Santa with reindeer, he started appearing in ads, TV commercials, Coca-Cola leaned into this Santa and made us never forget this guy in the red suit. And once you start making money off of something, you know we're not turning back. Wow, so it's just been truly like a game of telephone, you know? And then when it got here, someone just wrote a poem and was like, all right, we'll just go with this. It's so lazy, the American way. Uh, also, <laughs> why did we choose to make Santa fat? That makes no sense to me. Like the one, you said the one in the Netherlands was like tall and thin and like, yeah, whatever. He was kind of, he wore like a cool hat or something. Fat people, I think you just trust them. What? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so there you have it, folks. It's uh, It all started in 280 AD with a monk who just wanted to save three women from prostitution. Was it the birth of our Lord? Maybe. Is it the season of giving? Possibly. But what we do know for a fact is that Black Peter is certainly racist. Come on, guys! But word of mouth and storytelling is honestly a very powerful thing. You take bits and pieces of the truth and a little exaggeration and a legitimate fucking human dead skull, and 2,000 years later, we've transformed a little Turkish man into a chubby white guy. So, <laughs> this holiday season, when you're sitting around the fireplace all warm and cozy, I want you to do me a favor. I want you... This wine is fucking crushing me. <laughs> I want you to think about St. Nick. And I want you to think about generos his generosity. All right? So I want you to think about St. Nick, and I want you to think about his generosity. But the last thing, and the most important thing that I want you to take away from this video, is that I want you guys to know that this holiday season, and all throughout the year, and for the rest of your life, you can never let... Italians near your dead relatives bones because they will steal it. They will take it. They're known to do that We know that now. So don't trust them. Okay <laughs> <laughs>